time in Nigeria when we had the pastor's uh, conference, and uh, we bonded real strongly, and I believe that we have a work to do together, uh, our church, their church, and uh, the church in Nigeria. Uh, but I wanted him to be here so we can connect with him just like we're connecting with the pastor uh, bishop in Nigeria. Hopefully we'll go to Italy. I don't know about that, but Angela wants to go. <laughs> but uh, if you don't mind, would you please put your hands together for him as we worship. Welcome uh, Bishop Abraham to share with us. Hallelujah. Let's shout some hallelujah for Jesus. Amen. It's a joy to be here and to be part of what God is doing in this house. And also, thank you so much for releasing your pastor also to be with us in this great work that God has commissioned us in Nigeria. Uh, I met pastor, like he said, and... Actually, we've been talking on the phone for some time, and I was supposed to be here last year and couldn't come, but God being so good, we were able to meet in the work that God has commissioned into our hands, and I know many of you are part of it because your contributions and your giving made it possible for us to do what God has laid on our hearts. Amen. And as I step here today, before I talk about this great work, I want to also appreciate and my greetings to the mother and our first lady for allowing me to be here today. Let's put our hands together and give him a kind of love. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor's wives are not to be messed up with. If you mess up with your pastor's wife, you are messing up with your relation with the pastor. God told Abraham, say, whatever Sarah tells you, do. And so if you want to go through Abraham, you must go through Sarah. And so I tell people in the church that love my wife, forget about me. Love my wife, make her happy, and whatever you need shall be given to you. <laughs> actually, for me, whatever my wife tells me, I do. I have actually made my members, all the men, like me. We submit to our wives. You cannot be part of Living Word Ministries as a man if you don't submit to your wife. Because I have come to understand that 99% of the mistakes I have made in life were all because I did not listen to my wife. So I decided that I repent. Years ago, I prayed a prayer to God and I repented. And so, whatever my wife tells me, because I find a woman of wisdom. Bible says, when you get wisdom, don't let it go. And so, I pray for everybody listening to me today. That God give us grace for all our women to be women of wisdom. Amen. Oh, let's do it. But if you want to crap, let's crap. Let's, let's do some crapping for our women. Hallelujah. Amen. Bring greetings from the church in Living Word Ministries from Italy. 
And we have come to love you and love your pastor in this great work. And the purpose for which we are doing this work is because we believe that when God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because of the sin of the people, but God said, I cannot do anything without revealing it to Abraham. For I know of him that when I have revealed this thing to him, he will instruct his family. He will instruct because I know him for sure. That in the midst of what is ever is going on, Abraham is exceptional. And so we, we want to raise some exceptional pastors and leaders in Africa. So that in the midst of all what we are hearing, in the midst of what is going on in the kingdom, there will be some refined, genuine men and women of God that will take up the mantle for the future generation. So whatever you are doing to support this work, Bible says in Ephesians chapter number 2, Ephesians chapter 2, it says in verse number 10, it says, can we read it, Ephesians chapter 2? And I want to bring this word to encourage you. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10. Ephesians 2, 10. It says, for we are created, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto what? Let's say it again. Unto good works. So we are created in Christ Jesus for good works. That everywhere we can, whatever we can invest, sacrifice, and give for good works, that is why we are created. We are created in Christ Jesus for good works, which Christ has ordained before that we should walk in them unto good works. Look at your neighbor and say, I am created for good works. So God is expecting us to do good works. And so our mission to Africa to instruct and to train pastors and leaders for good works is because you are supporting it. And I want to encourage all of you. Let's read the next verse before I start my message for today. In the book of Hebrews, chapter number 10. Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 24. Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 24. Hebrews 10, 24. I want to encourage each one here to... Catch the vision, to be sold into the vision, to follow the vision, to grab the vision that God has given to our Bishop Charles and our pastor, Good Luck, and myself. He says, and let us consider one another to provoke. Provoke. We provoke our friends. We provoke. There are some relations. Provoke. Some evil provocations. But God says there's, there's also a good provocation. To stir one another, to provoke, to encourage, to energize. To provoke one another unto what? Good works. So God is saying for good works, don't do it alone. Provoke somebody. Stir somebody up. Encourage somebody. Tell somebody why he must also be part of this good work. That is why we are provoking you. Because... There is a good work that is being done in the nation of Africa, Nigeria. And pastor is leading this work and I was so much blessed to hear that the medicines are ready because I heard it when it was announced in the conference that Mama Pastor is coming with the team 
And so when they said they are passing it, I say this is a fulfillment of what he said. So get involved into these good works. Let's provoke one another, encourage one another unto what? Good works. And so I pray for you as I stand on this altar that God will instill in your spirit the spirit to do good works. Somebody shout amen. Shout amen for me. From where I'm coming from in Italy, amen is free. I don't know about this, but we, amen, we shout amen and we are happy. Let's shout amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Greetings to all those who are Italians. So no content to the Esterequa oggi. Io amo tanto vostre nazioni, però oggi sono qua per predicare. Allora, ascoltiamo la parola di Dio. Amen. So, I've sent my greetings to all the Italians. Hallelujah. Shall we pray? Father, we want to thank you that you have made it possible. Lord, we want to thank you because the entrance of your word gives it life. Lord, we thank you because there is life in your word. Lord, hitherto have we come because we trust in the power of your name. Let your word that proceed from this altar bring transformations of life. Let your word bring healing. Let your word bring deliverance. Let your word settle every matter. For now we know, God, that when you are in the midst of the situation, nothing is impossible. Make all impossibilities possible. That we will walk out of this room knowing that God has spoken. And surely he will do it. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Can we give some crap offering unto God? Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Glory. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for Brother Daniel and the family for taking care of me yesterday. God bless you. Receive a double portion. Amen. This morning, shortly, I want to bring a message to you from the Lord. The Lord told me yesterday that He will make all things possible. He will make all things possible. For we serve a God of possibilities. With Him, there is no impossibilities. With God, there is nothing called impossible. Everything is impossible. Everything is possible. Hallelujah. There is nothing in God called impossible. It is called possible. When man says impossible, God says possible. And I'm here this morning to let you know that the God of possibility is here today. The God that is able to do what man says is impossible is here today. And it's where that will proceed from this altar will make a way where there is no way. I challenge you. I stir up your spirit. I call you into the word of God. That this word of God that is about to proceed from this altar is powerful. It's sharper than your situation. Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. That the word of God is quick and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces through every situation, every problem, 
every sickness, every disease, every condition. I speak the word of God. I speak the living word. I prophesy the living word. I release God's word into your life. In your marriage, in your life, in your situation, in every condition of your life. I release God's word into your life. May God's word begin to work in you. In the name of Jesus. Somebody started believing. Amen. Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter number 8. It says, where the word of the king is, there is power. Where the word, verse 4, it says, where the word of the king is, there is power. And who can question him? And who can question him? I pray that your God, his word, will speak into your situation. Today, you will not walk out of this house disappointed. Every disappointment shall become appointment. I pray for the power that is able to transform. He says, and this sign shall follow them that believe. Somebody shout, I believe. Shout, I believe. He says, and this sign shall follow them. Signs and wonders shall go home with you. Signs and wonders shall knock at your door. Signs and wonders shall transform that situation. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. There is signs and wonders in God's word. Paul says, For we have received of the word upon which we stand, upon which we are saved. I pray for you that the word that you are shouting, Amen, it will work on you. May it work in your life. May it transform your situation. In Jesus' name. With God, all things are possible. They are possible for your children. They are possible for your marriage. They are possible for your finances. They are possible for your destiny. With God, not man. With God, all things. Somebody shout all things. Because you shouted all things, everything is included. I don't know the all things. But because you shouted all things, I pray for you from this altar. That God's word will transform all things in your life. All situations. In the name of Jesus. He's God of possibility. He said, I've lifted up my word above my name. That what I've spoken, I will do. Bible says in the book of Psalm 105, he says, for I am mindful of my covenant. I am mindful of my covenant. I am careful of my covenant. The words which I've spoken to 10,000 generations. Not only to you, not to your children, but to your children, children, children. He said, I'm mindful I will do it. Whatever you have said amen to in this church, God has not forgotten it. Amen me, so be it. The amen you said last year will manifest. The amen you said last week will manifest. The amen you are shouting today, God will not forget it. Because you said amen, he said, I am mindful of my covenant. Whatever God has said to you, God is not limited by time. God is not limited by space. His word is sure. His word is yea. His word is amen. He will do what he says he will do. He will do what he says he will do. There is nothing impossible to the Lord. Our God is a God of confirmation. And Lord God has sent me to speak his word. I look to pastor. I say, pastor, why? I just told pastor, I say, pastor, why does God do this to me? Anytime I'm about to say and preach a word, somebody will go ahead of me. 
When we met in Nigeria, I wanted to be the first speaker. They put me last. And I asked myself, I said, God, why, why do you do these things to me? And Pastor Lucky just went in and preached everything I want to preach. And I was just praying. As he was preaching, I said, God, don't let him go far. I said, God. He will call some quotation. I said, God, let him stop there. Let him, God, let him. Then the more I pray, the more he extends it. So last night I was praying to God about the word. I want to hear from you, God. I want to hear from you. Give me a word. And God gave me a word. He said, even now. Even now. And I walk in. And mama stood and they said, even now. I said, oh God. So I told pastor, I said, your wife is preaching my message. <laughs> and she will not even stop there. She started expanding it. And saying everything I want to say. But it's a confirmation that even now. I say, even now. It doesn't matter what matters. Even now, God will do it. Hallelujah. God will do what he says he would do. He's not limited by men. He's not limited by the situation. If you can believe God's word, all things are possible. Turn with me to the book of Luke. Because our mommy just preached this, I will reserve it for another time. But God is not short of message. Luke chapter number 1. Luke chapter 1. I want to stir up your spirit to know that there is hope to him who is joined to God. There is hope to him who is joined to God. Romans chapter number 10 verse 11 says, He that puts his trust in the Lord shall never be put to shame. He that puts his trust in the Lord shall never be shameful. You shall not be ashamed. You shall not be ashamed of God's promises. You shall not be ashamed of your faith. You shall not be ashamed of your belief. God said it, he would do it. There is no one that put his trust in God and be ashamed. God has never disappointed anyone and you will not be the first person that God will change. He is I am. He is El Shaddai. He will do what he says he will do. It's a matter of time, but God will surely do. Amen. Luke chapter number 1. I decided to come with Luke, not with Habakkuk. Because then it's easier to get to Luke. I was in a conference and I was preaching in Zachariah. I preached Zachariah the first day. Then the second day I was in Stephania. And the third day a girl walked to me and said, Pastor, when are you going to preach in Matthew? I said, why? Because said, before we open those books, you have already gone. But Matthew and Mark, we know it. So I decided that in, for me to be loved today, I will speak on Luke. Luke chapter number one. Luke chapter one. With God, all things are possible. Luke chapter number one from verse number five. Luke chapter number one, reading from verse number five. And I read. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zachariah, of the cause of Abjah, the daughter of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. 
and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God. They were both righteous before God. They were both righteous before God. Walking in all the commandment and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. They were both righteous before God. They walk in the ordinance, the commandment, the word, and the law of God, blameless. There was nothing wrong with Elizabeth. There was nothing wrong with the husband. They both love God. They give to God. They support God. They love God. They serve God. They pray. They go to church. They do everything that is right. Bible said they were righteous before God. They have not sinned. They have not committed any error. They were righteous. They loved God. Man of God, they, they did everything possible. But something was wrong. Bible said they were both righteous before God. But verse 7. But they had no child. Because Elizabeth was barren. And both of them were very old in age. And both of them were old. The expectation of having a child was almost going. Elizabeth was a daughter of a pastor. So she lived in the house of a man of God. She grew knowing how a father had to visit, pray for other people. She heard about the testimonies of the father. That the father prayed and people got healed. The father always spoke the word, preached the word. Elizabeth grew up in the fear of God. Believed God. Married to a man of God. But I would say both of them were old and had no child. They have believed God for years. But both of them had no child. But there was something with this man. Although he had no child and something was wrong with him. He believed God to the end. He trusted in the word. He trusted in the situation. I was just telling brother, I think brother not the wife. I said, sometimes our children put us in a challenge with the word. My daughter came to me and said, daddy pray, daddy, daddy pray about this interview. Pray, pray. She wants to get you to Harvard. And she said, daddy pray, daddy, I need, I, have, I pray that, pray that they call me. Daddy, I know when you pray, God will answer. <laughs> I called my wife and said, we have to call God. Oh. We have to call God for this daughter because this was that I know when you pray, God will answer. This is the pastor's, the bishop's daughter. She wants to get to Harvard. We prayed. We believe God. The result came. We said, and the result said, we are sorry. We are sorry, but we appreciate all your efforts and all this. Thing, but we are sorry you cannot get in this time. And she called me and said, Daddy, did you pray? I said, I prayed. I said, but I just had an email. And they said, they are sorry. She is in Duke. So she wanted to move to Harvard. I said, they said, they are sorry. I cannot get in. I said, God is not sorry. They are sorry. God is not sorry. God has a better plan for you. Whatever you are spoken concerning your life, whether you go to Harvard or you go to community college, God will do what he says he will do. God will honor his word. God will honor his promise. God's word is true. It's here and it's amen. I have seen priests and priestesses walking on foot. 
while servants are riding on horseback. Your background does not determine your sources. There is something with God. He said, when favor touches you and reaches you, every other condition is limited over your life. I release God's word in your situation. I release God's word in your life. That God's word will transform all things. Somebody shout, I believe. So both of them loved God. They served God. But they were without a child. Maybe your own is not a child. Maybe even you are praying, God, don't let me even take it again. I know some people that we used to pray and believe God in the early stage. And we are praying for children. Now they came back and said, Daddy, please don't pray for children again. It's over. I said, no, twins. They said, no, 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 no. We don't want again. But years ago, they were believing God for children. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That which has tend to be impossible by the word of God. By the word of God. I declare spiritual possibility for you. Physical possibility for you. Financial possibility for you. Marital possibility for you. In every area, may God make it possible. By the power of his word. Somebody shout, Amen. They had no child, but they believed God. Why? Look at what the Bible says. It says this. Hmm. Verse 8. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God, in the order of his cause, I want you to analyze that word, in the order of his cause. He had no child. He had a problem. He had a situation, but yet every day he goes to the altar to offer sacrifice for the sins of the people. And he goes there forgetting about the situation of the wife and the condition at home. But as he steps into the things of God, the man knows that God first, all things last. The man did not bring his problem to the house of God. Whatever he has decided to do for God, his condition could not change it. His situation could not change it. Paul said, what shall separate me from the love of God? I am determined that whether heaven or hell, whether snow or winter, whatever it is that comes my way, I have learned to trust God and to stay on his word. So this man had no child he goes home and the wife is alone. Yet, he followed the order of his course for God. He never gave up. He stood on God's word that with God, all things are possible. This morning, I'm speaking to your life. It doesn't matter what it matters. And it doesn't matter the challenges and the difficulties of life. There is something about God's work. And there's something about the word of God. In the book of Luke, Chapter number 5, Bible said the disciples came to Jesus. And Jesus looked at them and said, lend me your boat. And they gave their boat to Jesus. Before they gave their boat to Jesus, they have gone all night. They have thought all night. They have prayed all night. They have done everything they need to do in order for them as fishermen to get fish home. But here Jesus told them, give me that very boat. That you tried getting results you did not get. And I will use it. 
Had it been some of us who would say, you don't understand, Pastor. You don't understand. I have tried all means with this boat and nothing happened. Jesus said, give me this boat. And they look at Jesus and said, after Jesus, he just go back again and latch down your net. And they look at Jesus and say, we have toured all night and we have gotten nothing. We have prayed all night. We have done everything possible to do and we have gotten nothing. Neither the less, neither the less, at your word, at your word, at your word, at if you are saying it, we will do it. And Bible says when they let down their net, they did not allow their condition to stop them from letting down their net. At their word. Many men of God have changed by reason of condition. Many have diverted the message by reason of the condition. Many are now preaching heresy by reason of condition. But there are some who have decided also that I will preach the truth and go hungry. But there's something in the word that says, I am young. I was young and now I am old. But yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. In the book of Isaiah chapter number 62 verse 8, it says, I have promised by my right hand that I will never give your bread to your enemies. I will never give your hope to your enemies. I will never give your victory to your enemies. I will never give your joy to your enemies. For I, the Lord thy God, if I have spoken, I will do it. In Luke chapter number 8, verse 8, the centurion came to Jesus in Luke chapter 8, verse 8. And the centurion told Jesus, he said, Jesus, my servant is almost dead, but you don't need to come to my house. Pastor, you don't need to come to my house. Some people, if pastor doesn't visit you, you think pastor doesn't love you. The centurion said, Jesus, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. For I am a man of commandment. And authority. I am a soldier. I command. I give commandment and people follow. But this commandment is not a physical commandment. This is a spiritual commandment I need. And I know you have authority. He said, only speak your word. Only speak your word. Only speak your word. I speak God's word into your situation. I speak God's word into your marriage. I speak God's word into your life. Into that sickness and that disease. Into that situation in the family. I speak God's word into it. In the name of Jesus. Only speak your word. And my servant shall be healed. Only speak your word. For the power of God's word is able to transform every situation. So although he was in this situation, he still served God. And while he was doing his order according to his course, Verse number 9. According to the custom of the priest's office. I want to bring your mind to something. The man did not give up. The man did not give up on God. The man did not surrender. The man was still serving God. He was still singing. The fact that I'm singing here doesn't mean I have no problem. I have no challenges. The fact that I'm preaching doesn't mean I have no challenges. A man of God one day told the church, everybody was complaining. So the man of God told the church, said, church, you know what? I have heard your complaint. I have heard all the things you are saying. 
And why you are discouraged. And why you don't want to come to church and do God's work again. They don't want to give to God again. Because you feel you have problems. He said, but there's something in the word of God. He says, come unto me, all you that labor and a heavy lady. And I'll give you rest, including me. So we are all going to God. So this Saturday, after we have finished packing the medicine, we are all going to God with our problems. So everybody bring your cross. According to the size of your problem. So if your family problem is like this, you bring a cross at the size. If your situation is big, build a big cross. And then one man said, now pastor will know. He will understand me when he sees my cross. So on that coming day, everybody brought a cross. And people were carrying the cross. Everybody was carrying. Family by family. Some have small cross, some have large cross. And everybody waited for the man of God. The man of God was not coming. And they started accusing the man of God. You see? He has no problem. That's why he's not here. We said it. That's why he doesn't understand us. So they waited for 15 minutes. Pastor was not coming. All of a sudden, they saw pastor's children. Dr. Family, everybody was helping pastor to carry his cross. <laughs> because the cross was large and huge. Pastor could not carry it. Pastor wife tried to hold the cross. The children... Pastor, I have seven children. All the children were carrying one cross. When the church saw the pastor's cross, they said, everybody drop your cross. <laughs> Let's go home. We have no problem. <laughs> but this man had problems. He had issues. He had challenges at home. But yet, he was doing his duty. He never gave up. He had challenges at home. They prayed, they fasted. But yet, he was bad. He had believed God year after year. The man was going old. He was growing old. The wife was growing old. No hope of a child. But he never gave up. Look at your neighbor and say, don't give up on God. Oh, say it with smile. Don't give up on God. Hallelujah. Don't give up on God. Satan is not good. Don't give up on God. Satan has nothing good for you. Somebody said, I would rather lose with God than win with Satan. But they are not losers in God. He said, that He that is born of God overcome the world. Hallelujah. Let me quickly finish. Why he executed his office? Verse 10. The whole multitude of the people were praying outside at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing at the right hand of the altar of incense. An angel of the Lord standing at the right hand of the altar. Not at his house. Not at his working place. Not at his place of complaint. But at his place of worship. An angel of the Lord knew his house. Angel of the Lord knew his address. He knew his working place. He never showed up there. An angel of the Lord showed up at the altar. At the very presence of God. Even with all the situation, the man was still doing the right thing. I pray in the name of Jesus for you. That in the midst of challenges. You will stand like Job. 
and say, Though he slain me, yet will I maintain my ways before him. For I know my Redeemer liveth. I know my Redeemer liveth. All things are possible with him. It's a matter of season and time. But your time will come. Your celebration will come. If you can stand on God's word. Nothing you give and do for God is in vain. I have decided to stand on the truth. I will hold on the truth. I will speak the truth. I will love the truth. I will defend the truth. I will let God shine. I will not just shine. And if you have that desire, it doesn't mean that you will not go through the ups and down. Actually, the disciples came to Jesus and said, Jesus, we have left all things. We have left our mother, our wife, our children, our business, everything to follow you. What are we going to get in return? Jesus looked at them and said, Whatever you have left to follow me, you will get double. They said, praise God, this is the man we love. Then Jesus looked at them and said, plus persecution. He said, you will have all double, plus persecution. So persecution was guaranteed. You don't give up because you have been persecuted, because it was told you. You will have all things double, plus persecution. So when persecution comes, I know I was ready for it. I knew you were coming, but I prepared for you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is against me. I am not ignorant of the devil's devices. For he taught me that I will have victory plus persecution. I was waiting for you. I will go through it. I will go through it. In the book of Psalm 18, verse 29, it says, Psalm 18, verse 29, it says, My God, with you, with you, I ran through the troops. With you, I ran through the situation. With you, I ran through the sickness. With you, I ran through depression. With you, I leap upon the wall. I pray for your marriage upon the wall. Your finances upon the wall. Your life upon the wall. Your family upon the wall. In the name of Jesus, somebody shout amen. With God, with him, I ran through the troops. And with my God, I have leaped upon the wall. For my God will light my candle again. As you stand on God's word, may God light the candle of your marriage again. I say, may God light the candle of your marriage again. The candle of your joy again. The candle of your ministry again. The candle of your finances again. In the name of Jesus. Your life shall not go down. And an angel appeared to him because of time. Let me be fast. And an angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, hmm. Verse 12. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. Verse 13. But the angel of the Lord said unto him, Fear not, Zechariah, for thy prayers is heard. Thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear a son. And thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt call his name John. Everybody say John. Everybody say John. They said I say John. What was so unique about John? Why the name John? He said your wife Elizabeth shall give birth. And thou shalt call his name John. Zachariah looked at the angel. He said angel. Are you sure you are sent from God? Angel, are you sure you are coming from God? 
Number one, my wife is old. I am old. Number two, John, the name John. It looks strange in our family. There's nobody in our family called John. Tell me some other name. Tell me some other testimony. Tell me something different. John? That's strange. That is why he is God. If you can understand God, why is he God? I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand God. You don't have to understand. If you understand him, he becomes a man. You can't understand him. His ways are different. His ways are not your ways. His thoughts are not your thoughts. He is God. He is God. He will do what he says he will do. Thou shalt not wave. Thou shalt not shift to the right. And Joshua looked at the people crying and wanted to stone Moses. He said, what? You want to stone him because of the Canaanites and the Amorites on the land? And you think we cannot? But I heard God. When God promised and God said, you shall possess this land. And Joshua and Caleb said, shut up, stop crying like babies. Stand up, you men. Let's go at once. Let's stand on God's word. And let us possess our possession. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. That wherever life has stopped you in discouragement. I pray the word of God encourage you today. In the name of Jesus. The word of God lift you up in the name of Jesus. The Lord of God give you victory in the name of Jesus. For with God all things are possible. Even now I know. Even now I know. No, you came for this letter. But even now I know that my brother shall resurrect. Even now I know that that exams of that sickness shall be different. Let this amen be born again. Even now I know. I think I have five more minutes. Please, can you put the time off again? Oh, my God. It's like here, the time just goes like, instead of every minute, it goes every five minutes. Okay, let me finish quickly. <laughs> he says, his name shall be called on. Fourteen. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice. At his birth, thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. You know why Pastor called his daughter here? Pastor said, I have a daughter. You think Pastor doesn't know he has a daughter? <laughs> Pastor knew it before coming. But you see, because he's having joy in the daughter. He's calling her. If the daughter had failed. Are you understanding me somebody? He will only introduce her. When somebody asks. Is this also your daughter? I say yes. One of them. <laughs> but you see. When you read the book of Isaiah. Chapter 65. Verse 70 to 90. God says. And I will rejoice. In my people. And the joy of my people shall be my strength. I pray that your situation shall bring glory to God. I pray for you that your condition shall bring testimony to God.
that God shall rejoice in you. Somebody shout, Amen. You shall not be a burden to God. You shall be a joy to Jehovah. You shall be a joy to generation. And quickly, let me finish. Let me, let me, let me be honest. And many shall rejoice at his birth. Many shall rejoice at your testimony. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord. And shall drink neither wine or strong wine. He shall be filled with the Holy Ghost from his mother's womb. For in his mother's womb I knew him and called him by his name. And many children of Israel shall be turned to the Lord their God because of him. And he shall go before him in the spirit of Elijah to turn the heart of the fathers unto the children and the disobedient unto wisdom of the just to make ready the people prepared for the Lord. And Zachariah said unto the angel, How bad shall this be? For you know I am old and my wife is well in aged. And the angel answered and said unto him, that stand in the presence of God and speak unto him and show thee all these glad things. And said, And behold, thou shalt be dumb and you will not be able to speak until the day that all these things shall be performed because thou believest not my way, which shall be fulfilled in his own season. For thou shalt be dumb, for thou shalt be silent, for thou will never be able to speak. Because if I allow you to speak, you will use your word to destroy your miracle. If I allow you to speak concerning this testimony, you will use your words to doubt the miracle. If I allow you to speak, you will say negative things about the seed that you have heard today. And because of this, I need you in this I don't need you in this business. I am cutting you off from this business that I called myself. I will perform it whether you like it or yes. Whether you like it or yes. I declare healing in your life whether you like it or yes. I declare testimony in your situation whether you like it or yes. I declare miracle in your situation whether you like it or yes. I declare abundance in your life whether you like it or yes. In the name of Jesus. God doesn't need permission for your miracle. God doesn't need permission for your miracle. He will do what he says he would do. I pray at the conclusion of this message that the word of God will transform your situation. That you will stand on God's word. You will not stand on man's word. You will not look back to man's work or your situation. In every situation, in every condition, you will stand still and say, if this is God, I am part of it. If this is not God, my feet are out. But if this is God, I want to believe God. Amen. And look at the final word, verse, verse 37. Quickly, because of time, let's jump. Verse 30 says, let's, let me read 30. And the angel said unto her, fear not, fear not, Mary. He went to Mary, he said, Mary again, fear not, for thou hast had favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in your womb and bring forth a child. And his name shall be called Jesus. Look at what I'm bringing out. He shall be great also. And he shall be called the highest. And upon the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house forever. And the angel, verse 35, the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost will come upon you and you will have this child. Verse 36. And behold, Mary, that which is about to be done for you. 
The angel looked at me and said, Mary, if you are doubting, because of time I cannot go, he said, if you are doubting, let me tell you something. That which, is about, which I am about to do for you this morning, if you are doubting it, hear this. He says, behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she also has conceived in her old age. And this is the sixth month that the word of God came to her, who was called barren. Verse 37. For with God, nothing, 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 nothing shall be impossible. For with God, sicknesses are not impossible. For with God, I say breakthroughs are not impossible. For with God, your present conditions are not impossible. For with God, what you are hearing, they are not impossible. For with God, it doesn't matter. The condition you are in is impossible. Nothing is impossible. With God, all things, all things, all things, all things, all things, all things, all things are possible. Are possible. Are possible. Lift up your hands. Shall we stand up? Mandele Brosakaba. I may not ask you what it is, but God knows it. I want you to open your mouth. For life and death lies in the power of your tongue. Life and death lies in the power of your tongue. Every situation you are in, spiritual situation, physical situation, financial situation, marital situation, educational situation, document situation, any form of situation. God is a God of possibilities. <laughs> He's possible. His word are yea and they are true, they are amen. It doesn't matter what the doctor says. Some died from it. They are some. You are not some. You are beloved of God, redeemed of God. Healing is possible. Miracle is possible. Your testimony is possible. He's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. Light in the darkness. He makes a way where there's no way. He opens it and no one can shout. As he said, he would do it. He would do it. He would do it. As we worship God, talk to God. I don't want you to talk to me. Talk to God about that matter. About that impossibility. That mountain that has come to as if it's not moving. Talk to God. The presence of God is here to break every yoke. The anointing of God, the power of God is great here. Bible says in the book of Psalm 105, 41, it says, For he sent forth his word, his word healed them and delivered them from all their destruction. I send God's word from this altar unto every condition of your life for a divine turnaround. Worship him and talk to him in this worship. Open your mouth and tell God. Tell God about that situation in your marriage, in your working place, in your finances, in your body, in your children. That situation, your education, that situation, that mountain, that mountain must move. That mountain, that mountainous, difficult situation. It takes the finger of God to move it. It doesn't take the hand of God. It takes the finger of God. And God's finger is available today.
Talk to him. Tell him about that sickness. Tell him about that depression. Tell him about the challenges of your life. Tell God of that mountain. That mountain. Let the finger of God move that mountain out of your life. Yes, he's moving it out. He's moving out. He's moving. Yes, God is moving it. I see God. I see the hand of God moving it. Moving it from your family. Moving it. Moving it. Moving it from your situation. Moving it from your destiny. God is moving it out. He has spoken his word. With him all things are possible. We make up. As this song of worship is going on, he said, Pastor, I need prayer. I need you to minister to me quickly. You can just rise to the altar and I invite Pastor Good Lord to join me. And I invite our mom to join us. You have you have this burden in your, in your heart. You want God, you want God to touch you, you want God to minister to you in a specific area. As you walk by faith, as you walk by faith into this altar. The presence of miracle is here. The possibility God is here. You will return again with testimony. You will come back with testimony. The impossibilities are becoming possible. I speak to your life. I speak. I speak into your life. I speak. I speak into your destiny. Receive. That mountain move. Mountain move. Mountain move. I minister grace in the power of the Holy Spirit. I minister possibilities into your situation. And minister possibilities right now. Receive it. The God of possibilities is turning around. Turning around. There is a turn around. I hear God saying, I am turning around. 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 Receive it. Receive. 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 You receive the anointing. Receive. 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 